Hello, hello, I'm Zachary Hines, and this is what you missed at the Straz. Welcome, I'm Zachary Hines, and I am here again with Leanne Day Douglas. And yes, we're still talking about Pose. Why not? I could talk about Pose forever and ever. I just wish we were at a restaurant with drinks talking about Pose instead of in quarantine. I know. I could, I, I mean, I feel, I'm from New Jersey, so I feel like Electra's signature move could also be my signature move. <laughs> but it's not fun when I'm here alone in my apartment in quarantine. That means I have to clean it up. That's right. You're flipping your own table. Yeah. No good. Actually, I want to I want to flip other people's tables with zero consequence. There, that doesn't ever happen in real life. So, so yes, Unless... we're talking about the last bit of Pose season 2. And there is a lot going on. So, we move on to episode eight, which was Revelations. And this is the May-December romance that I hinted to last time. So Yes. So I did not think it was going to be Ricky. I thought it was going to be Prey and Damon. Oh, no. So Ricky finds out from Chris, who is the guy he's been living with, and he's the guy he cheated on Damon with. And he he ended up breaking up with Chris, but he gets a phone call from Chris saying he tested positive. So Ricky goes to pray tell and pray is like, you've got to get tested. And he's like, again, and he's like, yes, that's what being an adult is about. This is not the last time you're going to have to get tested. You're going to have to get tested again and again and again. And so he hadn't told anybody else. He didn't tell anybody else in the family. He only told pray tell. So pray tell went with him to get his results and he was positive. Mm. Ugh. That moment, he's like, he he like didn't even hear it at first too. That was oh. yeah, it, he just couldn't take it in, and so uh, it was interesting because they had been hinting for at least an episode beforehand that Ricky kind of might have having started having a thing for Pray Tell. Oh, yeah, Pose is so unsubtle. No, they're not. <laughs> they, they have like all these ver- these breadcrumbs that they like deliver to you, like even with the like the whole contract thing, like. Oh, I don't need a contract. contract? No, you don't, you didn't get a contract. And then like this time, I think like in episode six, like Prey says something at the ball and like Ricky, like gives him a look and like raises a glass to him. And you're like, huh? Yeah. And he called him (laughs) daddy in one of the episodes and he's like, Uh I ain't your daddy. And, uh, but yeah, so they, they were hinting very loudly about um, this relationship that happens. So so yeah, Ricky and Praytel end up getting together. And um at first it seems like it's just going to be a fling. But as the season wears on, it seems like it it's developing into more of a long-term actual relationship. Which and- I kind of like. I was kind of like I don't know how I feel about this at first. Like it kind of felt odd. Well, yeah, I mean, Praytel gets a lot of heat for it because even Electra gives him a sass over it. She's like, you are not supposed to get with anybody at the balls, the boys at the balls. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and 
it causes a rift between him and Blanca, and she's his best friend. And, um, I mean, they end up, like, having this huge blowout and stop speaking. And, um, and yeah, the, I mean, his, the other MCs at the ball are, give him a little bit of heat over it at first, and then they're kind of like, you know what, if it makes you happy, then, you know, you do you. Um, but, yeah, he gets a lot of flack for getting with Ricky. Right. But I think it's what he needed. Like, I think, I think there's, they're really good for each other. And I mean, a part of me at first was like, oh, well, Ricky's just very vulnerable right now. Like, is this, you know, I was almost worried that like Prey was going to get his heart broken. But I think it's a great opportunity because I think it's showing that Ricky is also like maturing and stepping up to Mm -hmm. giving him a little more depth. So Mm -hmm. So, to be a man, to grow Mm -hmm. up. Yeah, yeah. Like when he was like, you know, Prey was like, you're gonna, you're just gonna break my heart. You're just gonna leave. And then he woke up the next morning and he made him breakfast. And mm, oh, it's so sweet. So sweet. Uh, and of course, I while know. all of this is happening, um, Damon like blows up when all of this is revealed. And he at dinner tells Blanca that Angel and Little Poppy have been doing cocaine. And Ricky is positive, and Prey's been sleeping with Ricky, and it's just like there's this huge blow up, and Electra is there, and she's like, "There is just too much <laughs> in this house," and um, and yeah. I love that L- Lulu is like, "Oh, we should go," and Electra's like, "No, it's just getting good." <laughs> yeah, yeah, and so um, there's this huge rift that comes between Blanca and her children. Damon ends up uh, getting a dance tour in Europe, and so he's leaving. Angel and little Poppy move out because Angel's like, you know, we know your rule is no drugs. You can't play favorites and let me stay. I need to go. And so all of her children move out and now, and she's not speaking to pray tell. And now Blanca is completely alone. Right. From really having this full family life, you know, they would have their Friday dinners and, and really it was because all of that, that entire blow up happened at the graduation party for Damon because Damon graduated from his dance program. There's a beautiful moment of when his teacher came and, and said goodbye to Blanca and she was really just crediting, you know, I, I liked what she, that she had this whole monologue about legacy that like, you know, I, you can, there are people that you meet that, you know, are just so, focused on not on what they're going to do or or how much money they're going to make it's what they're going to leave behind like what their legacy is going to be and for Blanca her legacy is her family yeah and that's why she's so driven to make sure that they can succeed um and so it kind of was the end of Damon's storyline and he was ready to kind of leave um, Angel was acting a fool at that dinner. And, uh, you know, and Blanca's not really believing Damon, um, who really is, I don't know why you would not believe Damon. <laughs> right, right. But I mean, it's all in the delivery, right? If you get up and act like a little. B- <laughs> I mean, seriously, 
You don't get up in the middle of a dinner and confront people like that. Right. (laughs) Right. You know, you don't. And he's like, he's revealing Ricky's HIV status, which is a no, no, you do not out people. Right. You do not out people who are gay to other people, anybody, you don't out people at all. That that's part of the culture. And when you do that, that is a no, no. So Ricky, uh, I mean, um, Damon is pissed because now he's been exposed to HIV because of Ricky. So that's where all of this is coming from. Um, But instead of doing this in a constructive, mature way, he outs Ricky's status to the entire family, outs the relationship of Prey and Ricky to the entire family, outs the, the drug use to the entire, it's like, no, you take Blanca aside and say, hey, there are things we need to talk about. Mm -hmm. People are being you know, uh, dishonest with you. And I think you should know about this, but you don't do that at dinner. Right. I mean, come on. It's not good for, it's not for, it doesn't make a good dinner, but it makes great television. Sure does. Sure does. (laughs) But I mean, born in a barn, seriously. So. And um, after all of that drama, Electra decides it's time for a girl's trip. The girls need a vacation. So she's got this client who has more money than sense. And he has this, he's a Wall Street mogul. And he's got this beach home that he doesn't use. And, you know, she's in the middle of beating him and kind of finds this out and says, hey, you know, can we use your house? And so he's like, yeah, we can kind of make it a working weekend. So she's going to she takes him up there and is beating him in the garage at, you know, at night and during the day they're um, on the beach. Right. He just likes to be alone. He really just likes <laughs> to be was- alone. So she just locks him up. He's in like this leather outfit and he's got these blinders on and headphones on that block out noise. And he just wants to be alone with the, the feeling of no one's going to find me. I could die here and nobody would find me for weeks. And that's what he gets off on. And um, she's like, hey, if I can take the girls on a free vacation to a nice beach house and that's all he wants and I'm getting paid, why not? Yes, I love it. And also the episode (laughs) has one of my favorite lines from Electra when they're going to the car and she's in like uh, there there was like a fire hydrant that was spewing water or whatever. And she was like, Oh, why did I have to park on the only non gentrified street? (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, that was a great episode. And, um, Blanca actually meets a young doctor who is a lifeguard because Blanca and Angel go swimming and Blanca ends up almost drowning. And, um, the lifeguard saves her life and he ends up being a doctor and it it's like the perfect little summer. It's like, I was thinking of Greece because I was like, it's the perfect little summer fling because he knows all about her. Um, you know, she doesn't have to lie to him about who she is and, um, and he still wants to be with her. And um, it's a very sweet little storyline, especially since she's been feeling really, really lonely um, at the house all by herself and she's kind of at at her wit's end because she has nobody to take care of anymore right and and that's like what we needed for her I needed to see some love in her life you know and and I also love 
there's so many they talked about in that show the how like even if it doesn't become anything you just needed that moment mm-hmm. you know and sometimes you do you you have certain moments in your life that like into the woods a moment in the woods like where yeah you know you need a few moments that are special and yeah. are only that and would almost be ruined if they were more and they kind of and they wrap it up at the end because Electra like you said they're showing her softer side and showing her depth and and she's obviously been keeping a close eye on Blanca and the fact that Blanca is lonely and she's at least noticed it and at the end when um she's telling her client you know hey the week weekend is up it's time to go she takes his blinders off takes his his uh headphones off and says you know you are choosing loneliness not everybody has that luxury and um she says it kindly but she really kind of puts him in his place yeah yeah i loved that because you know she was like you know you're really lucky and he's like yeah i i have a lot of money and she's like no it's it's yeah that like what you said it's that you you're choosing to be lonely not everyone has a choice Mm -hmm. and I thought that was yeah that was such a great electric she's had so many great moments in this Mm -hmm. except when she almost didn't allow Blanca to come on the trip because she would wear a bathing suit I know I know well you know and and okay, I it wouldn't be right if I didn't mention before we move to the last episode that they go to the beach because obviously it's summertime. It is hot, hot, hot. They don't have air conditioning in their apartments. And Electra, the body in her closet is starting to decompose in the heat. So it's starting to smell, even though they had put lye on it. So there's this scene where they have her hanging like a hundred of those little pine cone air fresheners from the ceiling of the closet to try to mask the smell. And and when Blanca comes over and they're all choosing bathing suits, they're kind of like, what's that smell? And she's like, it's air freshener. uh, (laughs) It's pine. Yes, it's pine. I, I found it hilarious. So... And also the best read of the season is in this episode when Mm -hmm. this, you know, basic little Barbie comes over and she's like, I work in the city and you don't, I know, I know a man uh, trying to be a woman when I see one or whatever, you know, real transphobic nonsense. Mm -hmm. And, And Electra just goes in for the kill and this is in a really nice restaurant so right they're treating themselves yeah she's treating her her daughters too yeah so they're in a really nice restaurant and this woman approaches them and is very loud and obnoxious about outing them at the restaurant and just trying to get them to leave and she is just as loud and obnoxious and you listeners have to watch episode nine so that you can see this it was amazing it's i mean it's such a good read that halfway through she needed to lubricate that's right with (laughs) a glass that she takes a sip of water and i love lulu's like lubricate girl lubricate (laughs) (laughs) then she finishes and she i love what she says she's like and you are afraid because we had to fight for our right to be at this table and that makes us 
better than you ever could be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what makes them afraid of, of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then at the end, when she's finished, they were like, you didn't even do your signature move. She's like, oh, I totally forgot. Should I do it now? Should I flip the table? They're like, no, 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 don't do it. <laughs> so we get to the last episode and Blanca gets ill. Right. It's it, We fast forward a year. Yeah. She's still lonely. It's, she's still alone. Which really broke my heart because I was really, they played with my emotions and I thought dreamy lifeguard was going to be, because they have him, you know, they're, they're doing this whole like, oh, well, it's fine if it's just that because, you know, it was such a beautiful, magical night. And then he called um, her. And he calls her. He left a message. Yeah. And then they fast forward and he is nowhere to be found. I know. I'm like, what happened to dreamy lifeguard doctor i know so so yeah so blanca is still alone in the house she's still not talking to pray tell um which is a long she's... time to not be talking to your best friend um, oh we also totally left out the fact that blanca's nail salon got burnt to the ground oh it did get burned to the ground yeah and then <laughs> patty lapone got arrested which was fabulous um, yes but um but yeah so she's got um pneumonia from hiv and so she ends up in the hospital. Yeah, this was devastating because I was I I really thought this was the end for Blanc. I was like, are they really gonna do this to me? Because like you can't you can't take Blanco away from me. They can't. She's the protagonist. They can't take. I her know this is her story. It's her yes. story. Yes. Oh, I, I was like yelling that at the TV. I'm like, no, no, no. I was not even worried. Nope. Not worried. I was all. worried. I was worried because no. they were like, Ray was over there. They were going through her will. Well, now you're going too fast. So, so they end up making up, which was tear inducing um, mm-hmm. because they do, they bury the hatchet and she's coughing and coughing and coughing. And it's just like a good thing that he showed up. And he ends up, take, he's the one who takes her to the hospital. And so he takes her to the hospital. She's reading her will. They're going through all of that. It's um, really sad. She's like, you know, he's like, I leave little Poppy. What, the, what, what was the name? Something like, I don't remember the name. And he's like, what the hell is that? She's like, that was the dog I was going to get this summer. And he's like, you need to leave that boy something real. So, um, you know, you can't just leave a dog you were going to get. So, you know, um, so they're going through all that. But he basically says, I'm going to go through your, like, phone book, your personal little phone book, and we're going to have somebody with you all the time. You're not going to be here alone at all. And so the girls rally around her. And um, Electra's there. Someone's bringing in flowers. She's like, Oh, how dare you bring in those cheap flowers? They cause disease. Those bodega flowers, she said. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. She, but, then, but then she says, you know, pray tell is like, you know, I haven't seen any of y'all at the balls lately. Where have y'all right. been? And she's like, we don't want to go to the balls anymore because we are being judged by a panel of, what'd she say, judgmental homos? Is that what she said? Something um, like that. Basically, that it was all men. All men. It's all men judging the women and um 
we don't even have that many categories anymore because you introduced all these. You introduced Vogue for the boys. You introduced this for the boys, that for the boys. It's all boys, all men, all the time. And, and the women are just kind of pushed aside. So we don't even want to be there. There are no women mm -hmm. in the it's, it's just a big men's club right now. And so they end up coming up with a way for the men to walk in the women's heels, literally. And so the new ballroom category is, oh, what is it? Butch Queen. Butch Queen. First time in drag. First time in drag or something like that. Yeah. And so Electra teaches, pray tell, and all of the boys how to be drag queens, basically. Yes. Electra giving walking and heel lessons incredible it really was it really was and what she kept calling them when they were failing i mean she came up with something new every time and pray tell was the worst and i don't know how how hard it must be for someone who is so good at walking in heels billy porter to fake like he's really bad at walking in heels i was thinking the same thing i was like he literally was dancing, doing like flips and cartwheels and heels and kinky boots eight shows a week. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so he really had to be, he earned his Emmy, honey. He did. He did. He earned it. So, so yeah. So, so they do that. And, um, and then of course the most fabulous thing that happened was Blanca gets out of the hospital, but she's still really weak and she's going to walk a category. So she, there, she's in a wheelchair and Damon flew back. And Damon flew back to see her. Oh. So kind of like all her family is kind of all cried again. I cried again. again. I know. And so she's she's covered up in like this blanket and she's walking the lip sync category. And so they roll her in. This is the very end, folks. I know this is getting a little long. They roll her in to the the ballroom floor and she is lip syncing Whitney Houston singing the Star Spangled Banner. Which just by itself is fabulous. All they had to do was play Whitney Houston and they would have had me. So um, at this one point in the song, she throws off this like blanket. She's wearing this sequin red strappy dress um, and just kills it. And Praytel gets all choked up and he's like nobody else needs to even walk because we know she won this category tens across the board and they nobody else walked they just gave it to her so it was fabulous it was absolutely it fabulous. was a beautiful moment yeah and this i love this episode too because we actually got to see a lot more like we basically saw a full ball performance you know where like throughout the season you pretty much get like clips here and there mm -hmm. but this they showed pretty much every category um, like, you know, they showed face, they did, um, Vogue. So Damon got to Vogue, um, Electra wins mother of the year. Um, you get to see the new candy, uh, category, which was when Blanca lip synced to Star Spangled Banner. Um, so you really got to see all of it in action, which I thought was really exciting. Mm -hmm. And um, and then finally they ended with the Butch Queen first timers doing their thing. And we had some very interesting performances 
culminating in Billy Porter in his best Diana Ross drag. <laughs> and he he tried his best. He he did a good good effort. Pray pray came through. But I loved how it ended. Um, Electra said something that I think was really really resonated with me and it was like we all if we all could walk in each other's in another person's heels the world would be a better place Mm -hmm. you know basically if they did more of this yeah you know and that I think is a great lesson to take from from that whole exercise yeah and so then we're we're ending and pray we were waiting on pray blanca's outside she's saying goodbye to angel um who's going home and we know the angel is angel and poppy are clean they're not doing uh drugs anymore no. which is good and she lost her modeling gigs because of um she got clocked basically oh oh yeah. oh oh my god we totally forgot this is such a big part oh I love this I love this storyline yes so Angel gets clocked by some awful queen Ugh! don't be that gay that's all I have to say don't be (laughs) the gay that that outs your own community do not out people what did I say earlier you do not do that so yes horrible horrible outs her to um the agency basically and and all of the other uh, clients and so she loses her gigs but little poppy decides he's going to be her agent and so he's the agent for all of the trans girls he's- yeah so he signs up a lot of the girls at the bar at the balls and he goes back to miss ford and says this is my plan and i you know right now i'm just a chump on the street but if i have your backing, it will help legitimize me. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, well, I'll give you a cubicle and a phone. And if you can book someone in two weeks, then uh, I'll sign on with you. Yeah. And he ends up getting a gig in Berlin yeah. for Angel. And oh, I just love, I love little Poppy. Yeah, he's oh. like, there is this this whole stack of jobs that the other girls don't want to do and you know they're they're fine over in europe and um angel is like but do they know about me and he's like yeah baby girl i told them all about you they know and she's like Mm -hmm. i don't have to hide anymore he's like no babe you don't have to hide anymore and i love what he said about he's just like you know how i i his mo is basically leading with the truth and letting the cards fall as they will, which I, I think is such a great perspective, you know, just, just be honest and, you know, see how people deal with that and kind of find your opportunity in that. Mm-hmm. So at the very, then you're not beholden. So at the very, very end, Blanca is about to go home and she sees these two young kids. Were they eating out of the garbage? I don't know. They kind of were like, I can't remember, but they were, they were definitely clearly indigent. I think they were. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so she approaches them 
and basically takes them on as her new children. Right. Or, I mean, we don't know for sure if they'll, like, officially become her children, but she, her and Prey take them. She's like, are you hungry? You've been staying at the piers. Um, why don't you come with me? We'll get you a, we'll get get you a meal. Eat. Yep. And that's how it ended. Which I love because, you know, her, her first family, her first era of children have all kind of graduated. You know, they're all moving on with their lives. And, um, you know, it makes sense that she would take, you know, the next generation. And I'm, I'm really, it makes me even more excited for next season. Although I better see a legitimate love interest for Blanca. We will see. I I feel like, I feel like the lifeguard, while it might not be him coming back, I feel like that was a tease for the future. Like that they're going to get her someone. To, I feel like that is the next step for Blanca and her storyline. That's I'm fighting for it. I'm rooting for it. One other thing that I'll say that this episode, I was, when I was reading about this episode, I read an interview from the creators and uh, it was interesting because they were talking, you know, it was a lot about Blanca going to the hospital and potentially, you know, dying. And something the writers were talking about is, is having to, while, you know, the audiences and the writers that love these characters, you know, how could you not fall in love with Blanca and pray tell? Um, they're also the reality of what HIV and the AIDS crisis was in that time. It was very serious and, and, you could lose your life at any moment. And so balancing the reality of, of what that meant to have a diagnosis like that with, you know, I think making it look like it's not a big deal is something that they, they struggle with um, and bringing in the reality of it. So I, I think that they've done, uh, you know, a really great job at educating people who maybe didn't grow up in that time period or just don't know much about it mm-hmm. with how um, tragic that whole experience must have been and scary and, um, but also how resilient our community is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's nice that for the most part, that is in the rear view mirror. Yeah. I mean, they now have, I mean, now HIV is basically just a, it's still, you know, serious, but it's a chronic condition. It's manageable and you can live a long full life. Um, you know, we've to think that this was 1990 and it's 2020 now, and we've made so much progress. Mm-hmm. Um, well, 30 years is a long time. Yeah, that's I mean, people are life. now. Yeah, that's my entire life. Yeah. 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 So since, which is is insane to think, that, you know, that amount of progress, starting with where it was the world at large did not care. Um. And so to finally, you know, they talked about, I guess, their uh, 
plan is that the show will end in 1996 when, uh, the first uh, cocktail is mm. um, introduced in treating um, and actually allowing uh, regress fighting back because basically AZT just slows the progression. Now medicine can bring someone with HIV to undetectable levels mm-hmm. where they can't even pass it on. Right. Um, so, so yeah, that's, that was quite quite a groundbreaking moment, um, but there's still a lot. We're only in 1991, so there's a lot of uh, material to cover. So, what are we watching next time? Um, yes, we're going to be watching the Lincoln Center revival of The King and I with my beloved Kelly O'Hara. She's one of my favorite Broadway performers. Really? Hop on there, watch along, and we'll catch you next time. 